जय राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी जय राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी जय गोपी जनवल्लभा जय गिरीवराधारी जय गिरीवराधारी जय गोपी जनवल्लभा जय जय गिरीवराधारी यशोदानंदन ब्रज जनरंजन यशोदानंदन ब्रज जनरंजन यशोदानंदन ब्रज जनरंजन यशोदानंदन ब्रज जनरंजन यमुनातीरावनाचारी जय राधमाधव कुंज बिहारी कृष्णा हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे कृष्णा हरे 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 राम 
भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायणम नमस्कृत नरम चरोत्तम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुदीर नष्टप्रायु अभद्रेशु निगवत सगवतीम श्लोकेक्तिर्भवती नैष्टुकी कृष्णा वासुदेवाय देवकी नंदनाय चंदगोपकुमराय गोविंदय नमो नम रीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद्भागवतम Canto One, Chapter Seven, Text Thirteen and Fourteen. Is it written Thirteen or Fourteen? Thirteen. Okay, they can only fit. Okay. So, Yadam Ride Kaurava Srinjayanam Vireshva Atho Vira Gatim Gateshu Bhagno Rudande Dhrdrastra Putre. I'll read the fourteen because they are all in continuation. So, 
भारतृप्रियम द्रौणीर स्मापश्यन कृष्ण सुता नाम स्वपता शिसांसी उपाहरद विप्रियम जुगुप्सित कर्म विगर्हयती यदा मृधे कौरव सृंजयाना वीरेश्व अथो वीर गति गु वृकोदरा विध गढ़ाभिमर्षा भग्नोरुदंडे धृद्राष्ट्रपुत्रे भर्तुप्रिय द्रौणी स्मपश्यन कृष्णसुता स्वपता शिरांशी उपहरत विप्रय तुगुप्सित कर्म विगर्हयती ट्रांसलिटरेशन यदा वेन मृधे इन द बैटल फील्ड कौरवा द पार्टी ऑफ धृद्राष्ट्र सृंजयाणाम ऑफ द पार्टी ऑफ द पांडवस वीरेशु ऑफ द वॉरियर्स अथो दस वीर गतिम द डेस्टिनेशन डिजर्व बाय द वॉरियर्स गतेशु बींग ऑप्टेन्ड वृकोदरा भीमा अविधा बीटन गढ़ा बाय द क्लब अभिमर्षा लैमेंटिंग भग्न ब्रोकन उरुदंडे स्पाइनल कॉर्ड धुर्दाष्ट्रपुत्रे द सन ऑफ किंग धुर्दाष्ट्र भर्तु दस मलबी पश्यान सींग कृष्णा द्रौपदी सुताम ऑफ द सन्स स्वपता वाइल स्लीपिंग शिरांशी हेड्स उपहरात डेलीवर्ड एज अ प्राइस विप्रय प्लीसिंग एव लाइक तस्य हिस जुगुप्सित मोस्ट हीनियस कर्म एक्ट विगर्हयती disapproving translation when the respective warriors of both camps namely the kauravas and the pandavas were killed on the battlefield of kurukshetra and the dead warriors obtained their deserved destinations and the son of dhridrashtra fell down lamenting his spine broken being beaten by the club of bhimashena the son of dronacharya ashwatthama beheaded the five sleeping sons of drupadi and delivered them as a prize to his master foolishly thinking that he would be pleased duryodhana however disapproved of the heinous act and he was not pleased in the least purport transcendental topics of the activities of lord shri krishna in the shrimad bhagavatam begin from the end of the battle at kurukshetra where the lord himself spoke about about himself in the bhagavad gita therefore both the bhagavad gita and shrimad bhagavatam are transcendental topics of lord krishna 
द गीता इज कृष्ण कथा और द टॉपिक्स ऑफ कृष्णा बिकॉज इट इज स्पोकन बाई द लॉर्ड एंड द भागवतम इज ऑल्सो कृष्ण कथा बिकॉज इट इज स्पोकन अबाउट द लॉर्ड लॉर्ड श्री चैतन्य महाप्रभु वॉन्टेड एवरी वन टू बी इन्फॉर्म्ड ऑफ बोथ कृष्ण कथास बाई इज ऑर्डर लॉर्ड कृष्ण लॉर्ड कृष्ण चैतन्य इज कृष्ण हिमसेल्फ इन द गार्ब ऑफ अ डिवोटी इन द गार्ब ऑफ डिवोटी ऑफ कृष्ण एंड देयर फोर द वर्जन ऑफ बोथ लॉर्ड कृष्ण एंड एंड श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य महाप्रभु आर आइडेंटिकल लॉर्ड चैतन्य डिजायर्ड दैट ऑल हु आर बॉर्न इन इंडिया सीरियसली अंडरस्टैंड सच कृष्ण कथास and then after full realization preach the transcendental message to everyone in all parts of the world that will bring about the desired peace and prosperity of the stricken world om agyanati mirandasya gyananjana shlakaya chakshur anuditam yena tasmay shri guruve namaha so as in this in the current chapter of the first canto we see that uh, a summary is given of the activities which have happened so far and actually where we know that the final battlefield happens where bhimasena defeats duryodhana in the malya yuddham in in gadha yuddham and he breaks his spine and he is about to quit his body now it so happens that all kauravas have endured complete defeat and we know that what ashwatthama does is actually goes in the enemy's camp which is the pandavas camp and he goes and slays the five the, the five sons of drupadi who are sleeping and he beheads them and brings their heads as a uh, offering to his master duryodhana thinking he'll be pleased it is said in the vedam that in vedas that uh, even if an enemy actually comes to one's home he should be given shelter so we use the word called atithi devo bhava the meaning of that is tithi means something which is a known time so an, a guest which is already known to come into your home that is not called atithi devo bhava atithi devo bhava means if you have a, a guest who is uninvited who comes at your home without any notice that is the meaning of atithi devo bhava so that is the meaning so of course what uh, ashwatthama did here is completely wrong because Sleep, uh, slaying an enemy even in sleep according to satya uh, ashwatthama is a brahmana is not a kshatriya because he is a son of dronacharya but what he does is actually according to against dharma so obviously he is going to get punished for this and the the next verses will talk about this one thing we see here uh, in the verse we talk about the word draup uh, krishna so krishna is actually draupadi so one thing we should know is Draupadi was given the name because when people want to address her as a as a daughter of Drupada Maharaj but actually when she was when Drupada wanted a child and he did yagya Draupadi came out of the the yagya and her complexion was dark contrary to what is seen in all uh, movies and all serials actually speaking her complexion is actually dark so her actual name is Krishna so her name is Krishna with a a so in sanskritam soumya you know anything which is added a, a is a feminine name vidya uh, sita radha you know these are all, this is how sanskrit is evolved so the krishna is also with an extra a is with is actually the word for draupadi so actually her, her actual name is draupadi so 
people call her Draupadi, but her father used to call her Krishna. So, uh, this is the, you know, so the understanding. And just to say contrary, that unfortunately, depiction shown sometimes in uh, paintings and other places is incorrect according to her complexion. You know, like uh, Krishna's complexion is Mega Shyamalam, is like the fresh rain cloud which is just about to pour, the first in the monsoon. That is the beauty of his complexion, not contrary to what we think. So, uh, that's a little bit of the context here. And eventually, of course, when he goes to deliver this, uh, you know, this kind of prize to his master, of course, Duryodhana is displeased by it. And immediately after that, he quits his body and uh, as a Kshatriya, whatever he fought, he's attaining the heavenly planets, whatever is there. Now, one context we can, you know, last time when I spoke, it was close to Ram, Ram Nam, right? So, similar one context we can use about the name just like Drupadi is a son of, uh, is a daughter of Drupada Maharaj. Actually, Hanuman's name, you know, we say Hanuman is a name which is given, right? There is a meaning for his too. But his actual name given by his parents is called Sundara. Okay, that is his, that is his actual name. So the, as some of us may already know, but I would like to share this. So uh, it so happens that uh, there is an Apsara, uh, Kunjara, and actually when she is in the heavenly planets, it so happens that her and Vayudeva are, you know, kind of interested to each other. But in their playful aspect, what happens is she, uh, you know, she playfully when they are having their pastime, she throws water on a sage. And the Rishi curses her basically of this playful activity to be born in the Vanara kingdom. And so because of this, her deliverance is, okay, so the curse has happened, now she has to undergo that penance and come back. So what happens is uh, she is she's married to the Kes, uh, Kesari, as we say, you know, in the Hanuman Chalisa, we say Sankarasura Kesari Nandan, right? So Kesari Nandan is a son of Kesari. Maharaj, right? The one of the kings of the Vanaras, and she is married to him. And so Vayudev blesses her that there will be an amsam of uh, as Vayudev Putra and also as amsam of uh, Lord Shiva, who is born as Hanuman actually. So that is why that is the significance of Hanuman. So when Hanuman is young, it so happens that he is very mischievous, right? And uh, with his emperorness, he wants, to, as we know the story, that he starts going towards the sun. Now. Surya Dev or Sun, obviously, they have duties like all of us, right? We have duties in the material universe to go and, you know, perform our karma and duty of job. Uh, similarly, the Sun has to rise. And without the Sun, no Jivatma, all other Jivatma will not be present, similar to the Moon. And Hanuman is so enamored by the Sun, he goes to leap and towards the Sun. And I'm just condensing the story in short. And it so happens that Indra goes and hits him with the Vajrayudham. So, because of that, his whole jaw and chin is swollen like this. And because of this, Vayu becomes very, very aggravated. So, he, you know, without Vayu, we cannot even breathe, we cannot even talk. So, it so happens that Vayu pulls out all the life air from everywhere. So, then Brahma and all the different devatas, they go and actually try to pacify, you know, uh, Vayudev. And they basically, each one of them give all the different, uh, you know, kind of boons and incarnations to Hanuman, right? So, we know Hanuman can grow his size, become smaller, he has all the way, uh, Dhanurvedam, he knows all the different arts, the yogic mystic powers, everything is available. But what happens is, when Hanuman is a child, once he gets all this, he's, you know, he's still a Vanara. So, in his playful nature, it so happens that uh, 
he goes and you know like just like you can say a monkey he has the ability to pull hairs of women you know as a child he goes and also pulls hairs of rishis the rishis unfortunately know that because of he has got so much uh, mystic potency they can't do much towards him so the only thing they they give him a curse uh, is basically you will forget all uh, you know at, at this moment immediately you will start forgetting all your uh, mystic potencies and what all you can do now only thing will happen is when someone makes you remember all of this that's when actually you will remember you know all your, my, your mystic potencies and your powers which you could do right and we'll talk about this how this happens later right because right now as we go through is hanuman has got the curse and he forgets everything and in the course of the in the ramayanam itself right before we have uh, the word sundarakandam right and i was saying the word why hanuman's name is sundarakandam right rama is actually the most beautiful too sita is also sundari so you know the the aspect of we have ayodhya kandam we have yuddha kandam in ramayanam why we say it is sundarakandam is because it is about when rama and sita are though separated physically it looks to us they are actually always in one unison in thought also so that is why it is appropriate that valmiki said that it is hanuman who actually goes to meet sita and he is the one who actually goes and delivers rama's message so sundara himself goes and delivers lord rama who is also ati sundara to the sundari you know who is the utmost beautiful woman who was lakshmi devi taken incarnation as sita devi so this is her you know the glory of his so what happens in the course of this of course when hanuman is uh, you know when after rama slays vali in sugriva becomes the king obviously in the course of all of this uh, you know rama goes and eventually meets a request sugriva what is the purpose of his travel like this and he explains to basically saying that this is what happened you know because jatayu informs rama that you know ramana has actually abducted sita right so rama goes uh, and when we have this conversation so sugriva actually goes and expresses you know he says visheshana tu sugrivo hanumati artha urtavan sahitasmin hari shreshte nishthitartha artha sadane so sugriva expressly broached the topic of searching sita with hanumana ek sugriva is decidedly decided about hanuman because he is the best amongst the vanaras because hanuman alone is decidedly the achiever of the purpose so the shloka which says vayu putra samipantu gatva tam vakyam abravit so you know hey rama this you know who is the sign of ikshvaku right and he is actually the parabrahman he is the supreme personality of godhead so he basically goes and informs that hanuman is the right person to go and go in search of sita so you know just in today's world too you can see that you know you need recommendation if you know from someone to someone right to make sure it is right so sugriva understands the the magnanimity of hanuman's qualities right he is not an ordinary vanara so he actually goes and explains to rama about uh, you know this whole aspect of you know that he is the right person to go and give and go for this search so it so happens that rama then gives his engagement ring actually to hanuman because the problem is how will how will uh, 
Hanuman is a vanara. The only person, woman he has seen is Tara and other woman monkeys. He has never come across a woman in his life so far. So how will he know? So Rama basically, uh, and also if he goes to Sita, the also aspect of fact is, uh, you know, Ravana can take any form, the Rakshasas can take form, they can trick Sita, right, to just uh, fooling her. So in this case, Rama gives his engagement ring. So even in those days, though people would get married through proper Vaidam Shastra and everything, there is an aspect of still engaging engagement of rings. And that ring was actually given from Janaka in Maithili, it was made and Rama got it, right? Because Sita personally put it on Rama's hand. We know that Sita Devi knows that Rama is the Supreme Personality of God, is Bhagavan himself and nothing can happen to him. So if the ring has to come from somewhere, it has to be that Rama had to personally give it to someone. It, it is not that, not that anyone could have taken it out of Rama's hand from any other cause. So this is another way of how Rama wants to assure Sita Devi that at least by, you know, by seeing the ring, she will be reminded that, you know, it is her message, his messenger. So also, when Rama actually shed, you know, when he wanted to take Vanvas and he went to the forest, he shed all his royal regalia. The only thing was there was the the ring on with him, of course, and also the, the bow, the bow and arrow, and that had gold in it. So everything else was just as a normal, you know, hermit person. So this, uh, he says, Anenatvam harishtreshta chihetna janakatmaja matsakashat anupraptam anudigna anupashyati. By this emblematic ring, O best monkey, Janaka's daughter Sita identifies you to have reached her from my proximity without apprehension. So this is, that is what Rama assures that the moment Sita Devi will see this ring, she will know that it has come because he has come in contact, in proximity with Rama. So this, and he says, uh, says, Satat Grat Harishtreshte Satap Satapya Murdhani Kumjataliha Vandidandva Charane Chaiva Prasitta Plavag Garbashaha on taking the ring that foremost monkey kept on his own head and making powerful reverence the feet of Rama and the notable monkey started off. So it so happened that after he got the ring, uh, all the all the monkeys together, Angad as well as Hanuman and the other Vanaras together with Jambavan, they proceeded towards to go to the south. So in context of the shortness, they all go searching in different places and finally they come to one final place and then they realize after all the conversations that basically that uh, Sita Devi is present in Lanka and you know, approximately at that time, the distance from where they were to Lanka was about 100 yojanas, uh, approximately 100 yojanas. One yojana is approximately 7.7 to 8 miles. That is what is calculated. So, it so happens, so now is, uh, the discussion starts, who is going to be able to go to Lanka and uh, go and uh, deliver this message of Rama to Sita. First, initially all the monkeys, so, 
there is one monkey, uh, you know, Vanara, he basically says, I can only uh, jump 10 Yojanas. Then another one comes and says that I can only jump around 30 Yojanas. One other says I can only jump 50 Yojanas. Uh, and uh, then immediately after that, Angad comes and says, I can jump uh, 100 Yojanas. Now after, when he says that, all the other monkeys, they feel very happy. And, uh, Angada can jump at least 100 Yojanas. But what he then, but, but what happens is after that he says, I can only, I have only energy to jump from here to there 100 Yojanas. I don't have energy to come back. So the problem is now what, what do we do? So all of them start uh, lamenting. So it so happens then that uh, Jambavan is also part of the, uh, you know, the whole troop. Jambavan, of course, that's a different uh, katha itself of him, but uh, on the whole context of him, he basically also says that, yeah, there was a time where when Vamana Dev came and he, uh, when Vamana Dev wanted to measure all the three universes with his father himself, he actually took uh, the ability to go and uh, take a drum and beat and f- go fly so fast around the earth that the same person can hear the drum beating everywhere. But that was that time. He can't do it now. So then Hanuman, uh, then at that time, he basically goes and he looks at Hanuman. Hanuman at this time is all quiet. Hanuman doesn't know, he, uh, now this comes back to the same Shavam he got, right, by the Rishi, that he has forgotten all his ability to, all the Vedic, uh, you know, abilities of eight Vedic mystic potencies he has and others, other Dhanur Vidya and Vedas he knows. Everything is forgotten by him. So they, they actually go and then he reminds him that this is what happens about your childhood, they narrate about his pastime of how he was playful, how that Vajrayuda got his mark on his chin and all the devatas gave him all these different blessings. And then of course due to his plankful region that he forgets all this. So then Jambavan reminds him of all of this. And because of that he now decides that now I can go and jump. So Hanuman has no problem to go jump 100 yojanas and come back. For him 100 yojanas is nothing actually. So it so happens then that uh, in this, in so in the first chapter itself, right? So Hanuman basically stretched himself, right? He stretched very, very huge. And actually, uh, Valmiki gives an idea of uh, also his uh, of his shadow itself. So I'll just read that. Uh, first, he says on on his resolve to go actually. So he, so he says, Yatha Ragava Nirmuktam Shara Sanavikramaha Gatche Dvadbishyami Lankam Ravana Palitam. I mean, the whole shloka, I will just read the translation. He says, I will go to the city of Lanka, ruled by Ravana, just like an arrow released by Rama will go. And Rama released go, which means. Rama Dvirnadi Bhasate. Rama never tells a lie and Rama's arrow never misses its mark. The arrow which leaves from Rama's bow will find its mark. It cannot, it, there is, it, it's not like, you know, in archery other people, they, they miss somewhere here. It is always bullseye. <laughs> That's how Rama's bow is. So, uh, will, with the wind-like speed, if I do not see the daughter of Janaka, there, I will go with the same speed to the abode of the gods. If I do not see Sita there in heaven, I will go, I will get Ravana, the king of Rakshasas, tied up in chains, without any effort. 
I will in all events return successfully along with Sita or I will get Lanka along with Ravana after approving it, approving it. So he is ready to basically lift all of Lanka himself and get it in front of Rama if he cannot find Sita there. So this is this is the resolve which Hanuman has made to actually go and find Sita Devi. So in this way, he basically go, goes and flies actually. So, you know, of course, when, you know, it is very nicely described that when as Hanuman has increased his size and the mountain is standing, all the trees are completely pressed and all the trees are getting approved because he's about to jump. And it's also very, uh, it, it's, it's, it's actually, you know, the mountain where he was staying, all the flowers are blooming. So it is very nice that all the flowers actually completely fall and fall on his feet as an offering uh, to him as he is about to do this wonderful task of finding Sita Devi and conveying the message. So it says, Sanana kusmahi kirnaha kapi sankurakarakai shubashubhai megas sankasham Raghubo Tairava Parvataha. That Hanumana was equal to a cloud, covered with flowers of various kinds, shoots and buds, shone like a mountain with flowerflies. So he's he's adorned in this beautiful activity, he's about to go. And then of course, as he actually goes towards this, uh, you know, in, in just the next portion, I will just jump to it quickly, that, you know, as we know that when he goes to the, uh, when he is crossing Lanka, there is a mountain which is called, uh, there is a mountain actually which happens. And it so happens in the Krita Yuga, mountains actually had wings. And they were actually causing havoc everywhere. Mountains used to fly and had wings everywhere. So Indra did Ashwamedha Yajna, he did penance. And with the approval of Brahma, he basically chopped off all the wings. It is so happened that only one mountain was left. And this mountain was actually uh, fall between the place where the sea between the, you know, Bharata Varsha and Lanka is there, you know, it is submerged underneath. So, uh, and the reason it so happens is Vayu Dev protects this mountain and he, and he basically flow, just blows and that way the mountain is protected and it is also as a cover, it is supposed to be a covering to the entrance of Patala Loka actually. It so happens. And so when this mountain remembers its debt to Vayu Dev, you know, because Vayu Dev and then Vayu Putra is coming. So she says, that please if you can, can you, uh, you know, you are going on this wonderful task, why don't you come and set, rest a little bit and then go, you know. Hanuman of course is on a very urgent mission, right, to find out Sita. So very nicely he talks to the mountain and then he basically as he's passing, he just touches the mountain and he goes. So he has also, you know, not displeased the mountain. And then of course we know that uh, after some time when he goes ahead of that, there is a Rakshasa which comes Surasa. So, obviously, uh, this person has been cursed and she has a boon by Brahma that anyone who has to come has to go enter her mouth. So, Anumana decides, so what, so, you know, she says, this is my promise and boon I have been given. Anyone who has to come has to enter my mouth. She didn't say has to go enter when eaten. So, what Hanuman does, so initially, Hanuman says, okay, fine, you open your mouth, I will enter. So, Hanuman first makes himself ten yojanas. The, uh, the Rakshasi also, she makes her mouth 20 yojanas because you have to swallow something, your mouth has to be bigger. So, then Hanuman makes herself 20 yojanas. 20 she makes herself 30. This goes on, goes on till she opens her mouth till 100 yojanas. Hanuman is already at 100 yojanas. Then immediately in snap of a second, 
Hanuman basically becomes the size of a thumb and he basically just flies inside and comes out. And so basically he, he satisfies the, you know, the, the requirement and what she wanted and he's also pleased. And then he progresses towards doing, you know, the activity to find Sita Devi. So this is, you know, a little bit of the summary of the gist of how Hanuman goes, you know, from his uh, talk being reminded of his, you know, Vedic potencies and mystic potencies which are present and how he decides to go and in search of Sita Devi. So this is, so what we see here is transcendental Katha or Krishna Katha is only pleasing to the, uh, is only going to be pleasing if it involves uh, Bhagawan or his Bhaktas. Right? And obviously, Sundarakanda itself is a big chapter. It's a big sargam only. The kandam is big. But this is the only, the first, what I described here about Hanuman stuff, even in short, is just the start of how Hanuman decides to go, how he's remembered, and then he goes to meet Sita Devi. And then eventually, at some other time, I may talk about how he goes and hears the conversation when he searches in Lanka, how the Rakshasas are present, what Ravana is doing where Sita Devi is present and what is the conversation which happens between Sita Devi herself and Ravana and between Hanuman and, you know, Sita Devi herself. So, eventually, of course, Hanuman comes and gives back the Chudamani which is there to her, to Rama. So, he, re- he recognizes that and then, you know, they decide to go for war, right? But transcendental topics of Bhagawan and his Bhaktas are always pleasing and that is why it is said that Lord Chaitanya Babu decide that, you know, Hearing Krishna Katha and practicing Krishna Katha is what is always pleasing to one's ears, and that will only get happening by chanting Bhagavan's name and doing uh, devotional service. So, I will end today's class. Uh, Hare Krishna, if any questions or comments, uh, feel free to ask. Or...